That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. All right. All I right. think we, we got it. All right. Here we are once again with... Uh... That's what I'm talking about. Or what, what is this called again? The, that's what I'm that, saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's, <laughs> we call everyone. I want to. I just want to talk to people and learn about them. Um, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So yes, I'm here again with another fancy friend. No. But no. Not fancy. Oh, she's so fancy. She's so fancy. And you are now. You are a. You're a, a product designer. A product designer, right? Before that, your title was different. Like even like six months ago. It was. It was the same six months ago. It was different a year ago. A year so, ago. UI is that what it was? So no, no. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing about design is that like you can kind of just say whatever you want to be. Um, but product design, it was like product, UX, UI, um, but they're all basically kind of the same. Gotcha. Well, we don't like labels anyway. So <laughs> again, so we I'm joined here with another friend. I won't call you fancy, apparently. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that was so bad, but uh, no, I'm teasing. Um, another friend I know, uh, Cassie, don't call me Herbert Hebert. <laughs> It's so funny you remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Many people get my name mixed up. Say Herbert. It's Hebert. Hebert, exactly. Or Hebert. If Hebert. You want to be, if I mean, you want to be even then, I was like, I was like, am I gonna get it right? I, I don't want to mess it up. But no, people, <laughs> people this day call me Jeb. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I mean, Jet. Jet I, was a good one. Oh, Jet is a good. One. You should change it to Jet. I, I know. Like jet. Jet. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Uh, Let's talk about, let's start off with, we gave your title, but as we've talked about, titles and labels don't mean much. Let's talk about first, in a few sentences, can you tell me a little bit about what you do? Um, so I'm a product designer for a startup called Bondlink. Um, and basically what we do is give municipal bond issuers, so governments, schools, sewage, electricity, people who just issue municipal bonds, um, we give them a platform to connect with their investors. So an investor relations platform. So, but what is it like, so it makes a whole lot of sense. I understood all those words, but where do you fit into that? Like, I, like, I, uh, so I need a product designer. Like, what, like I have a product design emergency. What does that emergency look like? And what, how do you fix it? Like, what, what would you say that you do? We have an emergency. Um, basically I work on the functionality of the actual platform and how it should look and feel. And, um, so the people who use the platform, I, I work on their experience using that platform. But do you do it through like modern dance or like sketches or like <laughs> sometimes sketches actually? Yeah, how does that no, happen? not sketches acting though. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I use a platform called Sketch actually. Oh yes, um, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of our uh, so basically most of the people listening to this as of right now uh, won't know Sketch as much. So so Sketch is like uh, if you know like Adobe products, so Adobe Photoshop, mm -hmm. Illustrator, mm -hmm. um, graphics programs like that. So I, I log on to my laptop. Um, and I go and I use a program that lets me basically like draw on, so, on, so, on the screen. But so you're physically like, you're figuring out like how the thing looks by drawing. Yeah. Well, drawing, drawing on like a laptop. So I'm not like, it's not like a right. drawing with like a pencil. <laughs> yeah, Although like, sometimes you, it is. Sometimes do you, I do before I yeah. move it. To do you have like actual physical models in the space? But like, okay, just move your head a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. No. no. So that's good. Cause like, that's the thing that I think is really important. And we talked about this earlier is that, um, there is, it's not just jargon, it's a world that people, it's just an amazing thing. Like I always feel out of place. So because of that, I don't ever feel out of place. I'm just going to plow on through. Mm. But most people, like that doesn't sound scary at all. But you know, I'm a product designer for a municipal bond company. Like yeah. <laughs> if you're not part of that, you're like, well, one is that seems like beyond my reach. Two, what does that exactly mean? Right. And three, I can never do it because I don't even know where to start. That's hilarious because I was never involved in 
any of those worlds until I was. Uh, I, this is why I, this is this is why I chose you. <laughs> no, not really. But I, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I have. It's funny. All the four people I've interviewed so far have all been some of my favorite people. And it's like I wonder if that's uh, a coincidence. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing is that that's the thing I'm trying to trying to to fix. I, I mean, it's my own personal agenda. But I just think that. There's all these people I know in this world that I know what they do in some ways, but not entirely. And I just know that the number one thing stopping from people from breaking outside of their bounds or doing things that they wouldn't normally do is they don't know where to start and they get intimidated by this world and jargon and stuff. Mm -hmm. But so to bring it to the to a final point is, how did you get started in this role? Mm. I just wasn't I just wasn't completely uh, satisfied with, with what I was doing. And I, I always say, like, if you're going to work, you might as well do something you want to do because that's what you're doing the whole time, like you're alive. Yeah. Like you're working or sleeping or like being with one other person your whole life. So you might as well like each yeah. aspect of if it. If you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly, is what <laughs> I say. Um, <laughs> I like that. Um, and I thought like, what what is it? So I did like some like serious self-analysis pretty much and being like, okay, so what what about, what in my life that I've done, what, what have I liked about it? Like what parts of it did I actually like and then what parts did I hate? And so I just like, like kind of like extrapolated those things out of each experience and really looked at it. And what I got was like this thing called UX. Um, and it was also like serendipitously uh, coming into my life at my at that role because like at the time we had just hired somebody to do that. And so it was it was introduced to me like. Phys like physically introduced to me and like very like explicitly introduced to me like this is what it is and I was like that sounds pretty cool. So but for, so for those people who don't know what UX is, it sounds like a like a spaceship from <laughs> Star yeah. Wars. Uh, it's a user experience design, um, and so uh, it's it, <laughs> the exact um, the exact definition. People will fight about this on the internet until they die, pretty much. Or uh, they fight about everything on the internet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. But uh, I think that. Um, I think basically like what you can say about UX and it's just uh, examining and researching people and how they use products. It's usually it's usually talked about like within the digital tech space. Um, so how they use things and then how to make their usage of those things easier and better and more enjoyable. Um, and I realized that's, that's what I like to do. So I was in like more customer service roles prior to doing this and I liked the concept of helping people but i didn't like the concept of doing things for people <laughs> like i didn't so, like so, that so, so you, do you like talking to me but you don't like me personally no, <laughs> no it's more <laughs> like uh i want to help you help yourself right exactly no, so then just drill down a little deeper like what exactly do you like or love about your current role um and it has that changed from your little vision board yeah. to where it is now so it was int it's interesting because like my vision board, um, I I thought. By the way, sidebar, you can't see this, but she just did like a, a shimmy, a little shimmy, a little shimmy there. When so. I said vision, vision board, because <laughs> it, vision board was my word, not her. That was her way of saying, "Listen, Jen, it wasn't a vision board, but I'll I like you enough where I won't yell at you for it. I will just give you a shimmy." <laughs> that was I see that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, it was it was really focused on like like what I actually did day to day, you know what I mean? Which like makes sense, I guess, when I'm, when I'm looking for a career switch, like, oh, what about the job will you actually like? You know what I mean? Like that makes sense. But as I kind of like grow up, you know, cause I, I, I'm 26 now, about to be 27 in a few months. Um, and I did this like switch when I was 24. So like, it's, that's kind of weird to think about, but, um, but anyway, uh, like, 
I'm realizing now that the things that are important and that I like about certain workspaces or jobs really are like not so much about like what I do day to day all the time, you know? Um, but the things I wanted to do day to day were like just make a difference and like help somebody, make things easier for people. And that can like manifest in a lot of different ways, I think. And um, I find other ways to do that as well in my life other than just like making products that are for people. Um, sometimes you do podcasts for friends. Sometimes I do podcasts for friends. Um, I'm like looking into uh, mentoring um, and, and more like hands-on people of people type things too. Um, but like that's that was like number one. That's what I wanted to do. But I didn't want to like, I didn't want to serve people, like I said. Like, no, exactly. Like, no, and, and it's, it's a, a difference. It's a huge difference. And I, and I, and I, I know the difference. Like I'm there for you. Like, yep. If anything, it's detrimental. Like I'm right. better at it. Like, yeah. like you want me, I'm there. Like, and yeah. it's just because I feel like people should do that for everybody. Right. And they don't. And then again, we talked about this later, earlier rather, there's like a power differential where people tend to not appreciate that as much as yes. they tend to, because scarcity is a thing, man. And it's amazing how much, not to sprawl, but like how much, uh, people value scarcity over yeah. kind of being open and like, you know, and, and it's funny how that is and that that's the best thing for the world is to be open and to mentor and so on and so forth. Yeah. And the reason why I mentioned that is not to go down the negative path, but to say that like two things are, weren't you kind of doing that already? And if not, what was stopping you mm -hmm. from doing the, 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 the vision board shimmy yeah. before? Like what was the thing that made you realize that I need to do this now? Yeah. And why didn't you do it sooner? Yeah, true. Um, so, I think that um, I realized that I liked being appreciated and I wasn't always being appreciated. See, I didn't, I didn't want to sound <laughs> negative, but that's kind of No, what, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, like, yeah. I wanted to be appreciated, not taken advantage of, you yeah, know? And, yeah. like, and like, I felt like there were a lot of instances where I just wasn't, I wasn't as appreci appreciated as I like could have been, I guess. And I think that that's just, that happens in those customer service roles, you know? And that's just, that wasn't me. Yeah, well, cause I mean, I think that there's a, there's a, and I don't, I mean, I'm sure there's a study that shows what it is, but there's a human nature thing, I call it human nature, but it's my experience thing, that we accept and we devalue the things that we know and are, are used to. Yep. Like whatever level we're at is the, like the, it's why it's so hard people to break out of their, out yeah. of their, I mean, there's a huge, we need to go on and on about the, um, the actual, you know, socioeconomic reasons why people don't change, or the societal reasons, or yep. cultural change reasons why people don't change. But the bottom line is, is that most people um, accept the world that they're in, yep. and so why it's really hard to change because they're used to it. It's comfortable, and they know that on Tuesdays I go here, and I know that as much as that's just not a fun thing for me, it's like yep. it's, it's part of the routine. It, it's part of the routine, or it's yep. safe, or it feels comfortable. And so for you, how hard was it to break your routine, or was it? Because like, you, you did a pretty big shift. Yeah, yeah. I, and I know this answer a little bit because I, I remember seeing yeah. seeing you kind of go through the, through the, through the process. And oftentimes it's hard to make shifts. So I'm wondering yeah. what kind of process you went through to get to that conclusion. Mm. Um, I guess two things. Uh, one is that like another thing that I was looking for was more being more creative. So I went to school for music, actually, like which is I'm not using that degree anymore. So. I can I can glockenspiel a little bit. Quarter of, yeah yeah nice a little quarter million dollars later oh, no. piece of paper and I uh, you know don't use that degree but I mean it, I mean regardless it was useful whatever I'm educated whatever but um, I NBD I'm educated whatever I'm educated like whatever like at the end of the day like I mean by like what I mean by that is like you we have this world telling you that you need this piece of paper we'll see to that, make to matter you know so, so that, that's the thing that i go on and on i will not sprawl but there, there's two things that's exactly it is that one is 
on one hand, we shouldn't, as educated people, at least you know, in this day and age, I'm less educated because I don't, I don't have a graduate's degree. Yeah, right, like, right, right. And that wasn't a thing until your generation. Yes, and I it, know. Because it was capitalism telling you, yeah. in order to do this, you have to be in more debt, you have to make more money. Yeah. And the point is, is that one is we should be grateful and appreciative that we have an education that yeah. people don't and more opportunities that people don't. But whenever I say that and think that, aside from sounding like I'm preaching, um, I mean, I believe it, so you can call me whatever you want. Yeah. But like, the point is, I do feel a little preachy about it, but the thing that I always hits me is why do you need it? And there's a number of reasons why you do, mm -hmm. but I guess the question is not, not so much why do you need it, but like, why does that determine someone being more or less valuable, whether they right. have a piece of paper? Because right. I know people from Harvard who, are, literally, no offense to Harvard, but everyone says Harvard, they go, ooh, who I wouldn't right. trust with a cup of coffee. Yeah, right. And, yeah. I, and I know people 100%. who, like, who have very little education, who like, you know, I would trust with them, not, not, I guess life is kind of drastic, but yeah. like I would, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I would, I would trust them with almost anything. Yeah. And so the piece of paper doesn't make a difference, you know? Yeah, and, it doesn't. And so I guess is that that's a really easy thing to say, but has it been true in your life in that, is it true that the education you received, or is that praise it this way, let's praise it this way. It doesn't matter in the sense that it doesn't, predicate value but has it helped you survive in a in the world that we live in by yeah. getting an education 100 percent, and yeah. especially because i went to northeastern and mm -hmm. northeastern is you know like it's like a top 50 school i think in the country or something like that it's, it might actually be in top 30 now i don't know um the more the like honestly the it wasn't that high when I went there, and now it's getting I higher. Mean, so now my degree is worth more. Coincidence? Know? I think not. Before cast, <laughs> before cast, <laughs> and then after cast. It's like it's it's a BCAC. <laughs> you know, what? I think I'm going to steal that. I'm you're gonna, gonna, you're, yeah, you're I'm going to have to because yeah. it's like um, there's this thing, and it's, I'm stealing this from the West Wing, but there's this thing um, post, post hoc ergo proctor hoc. Which means the thing that happened after it mm -hmm. was caused by the thing that came mm -hmm. before it. Ooh, I love that. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's also the name of an episode of The West Wing. It's a good one. But yeah, so, the, so the point is, is that like, now let's get back to the original question, which was, yes, you're educated. Yes, you're accomplished. Uh, yes, you wear fancy shoes. So you have, <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. Uh, but you had a lot going for you. Is the point? Yeah. The main question I had was like. So you have this path, you have this interest, you have this sense of self, whether it's identity or whatever, just the sense of I'm doing this thing, this is the path I'm on. Um, how difficult was it really to switch? To switch? Well, that's really funny because I was going to say like, number one, I wanted to switch so badly because I wanted to be more creative in what I was doing day to day. And number two, it's, it's honestly like, and I'm very grateful that I'm like this. This is just like innate in me. I don't know where I learned this or whatever, but um, I'm very grateful that I'm like this. I don't really worry about big changes like that. The only thing I consider is finances. If I can swing it, that's the only thing. Because otherwise, like, I I trust myself kind of enough that I'll be able to like make a big change and like any any um, any kind of barriers I hit along the way, I will either like circumvent them or just like punch right through them. I like I truly believe in myself enough. But it's just like the money stuff that yeah. is weird. I've never I've never been someone to have like a, a, a can I swear yeah, yeah, yeah. like a shit ton of money you yeah. know yeah. Um, so that's really the only thing that I consider and it was that was hard that was actually really hard because like I then switched and I did a, a boot camp where I could learn these skills very quickly which I actually think is like kind of a cool disruption to that higher education type of thing but it's not at the point where it will like replace school or anything, you know what I mean? Like that educational path. 
but it's it was like you know it was helpful in that it helped me pivot and um and go down the path I needed to it gave me those skills I guess or like yeah it gave me those skills um but like so it was it was hard in that like the financial aspect was hard because I knew I for three months I was going to be not working nine to five Monday through Friday and on weekends doing this design program um and then after that I had to job search and who who the hell knows how long I won't have money during that process you yeah. know so like I had to I like some like I, I don't know. I'm basically I, I describing my life right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. you were As one of the people yeah. I talked to. Yeah, yeah, you were one of the people I talked to. Like, you don't know how long you won't have a steady paycheck for. You know what I mean? So like, you have to kind of like account for that. And like, and I and at the time I wasn't making enough money. If I if I had to wait to to save up those reserves, I would have still been waiting at that at that at that point in my life with that paycheck that I was getting. So I had to take a loan. I took a loan out so that I could do that. And now I'm managing paying it back, you know? I guess, I guess the thing is, like, you described a really good scenario, which is a really interesting scenario where you were pragmatically and practically looking at your situation yep. and having an internal belief that you were going to overcome it yep. regardless. And the truth of it is that everybody wants to have the seven steps of success that'll yeah. get them there. And like, if, if they had that dude, you would have just done all of them. Like, yeah, right. But like, it just doesn't work that way. And you don't, so we have the, the reason why I'm setting up the scenario is to say that like, what do you say to somebody who has those same practical and pragmatic concerns for money, who doesn't have your sense of confidence or faith the money thing is obviously huge, but if those of all things being equal, the thing that stops people as well is just this internal fear that they're not going to succeed in something that they're new at, or they're not going to be accepted, or they're not going to be brought into the world that they don't know because they don't know anybody or they don't fit in or they don't have the experience or whatever. So I just, what do you say to someone who, who doesn't have your confidence mm. to make a change that's not just like, go out and get it? Yeah, yeah. Um... It's hard because like, honestly, so I'm reading this book right now by Brittany Cooper, I believe it's called um, Eloquent Rage. And so hmm, I spent a lot of time in my life, even though I'm young, you know, I'm, I'm like 26, whatever. And I graduated 2016, three years ago. That was a long time. And so I've had experiences where and I want to try to put this like eloquently, um, where like people have treated me differently, like full disclosure, I'm black, gay, and a woman who um, kind of like dresses not gender conformingly. So gender non-conforming in dress, even though I still identify as female, if that makes any sense. Um, so uh, I've always kind of faced different expectations or like because I'm I just I literally just posted about this on Facebook I hate when people say that but I did just post about this on Facebook because like I was always told that I would only if I got into school it was only because I'm black or if or or oh you went to Northeastern that was the best you could do with affirmative action stuff like that like people would have these expectations of me that I fit or didn't fit or even if I did fit it was only because of this you know what I mean and it was like I just couldn't, I couldn't win no matter what. And like, if I, if none of us could see anybody else, like if nobody could see anybody, like by all measures, I am capable. Like I'm, I'm a smart person. 
I, I have always worked really hard, done my jobs well, whatever. But like, it always kind of feels like I've had to um, work extra because uh, the way people look at me is just different. So like people are judging me and looking at me plus everybody else who looks like me or fits my box or description. And I, and I hold that weight on my shoulders. Like that's just like the plight of being somebody who's underrepresented or marginalized is that usually people don't look at you and just see an individual. I've had those experiences my whole life, like literally my whole life with almost everything I've ever done from sports to academics to work to everything, like literally everything, dating, everything. Um, and so what it did was make me mad. It made me mad. Like I'm seriously, like just being real, like constantly thinking about the way the world treats all of us. And so I want to take that, right? I want to take that anger and that rage and I want to turn it into something that's productive. So, so in this capitalist society, what's productive is your market value, your, your, your worth. So I take all those feelings I have and I just work my ass off. And, and so all these things, like I let those, I let all those things that people have said or done to me fuel me, you know? And like, I, I just went through the job search process twice within the past year because um, I was at a startup that, um, that dissolved or whatever. Anyway, while I was job searching, like, I'm in tech, right? And I'm like looking at tech jobs and tech, as you know, is very white male, like very white male, cis, straight, like. That's, that's, a, that's a verifiable ways. fact. Anyone who's listening, it's not, a, it's not a debate. Yeah, it's literally, it's literally not a debate. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it, the, the numbers are disgusting they're staggering they're yeah they're staggering. you <laughs> yeah. know and there's and there's a lot i mean it's there's a lot of comparison between um that and the in the entertainment industry yeah uh and i would say that entertainment industry is bad but i would say frankly the tech industry is worse way worse yeah 100 worse it's gotta be um and so like it would it would piss me off and it still pisses me off and and i just want to change it like i just want to change it and i know and like i'm a just me as a person i'm pretty impatient but so like sometimes I'll get frustrated with how it's how slow it is or how I'm the only person who looks like me or it has my experiences in a room on any given day, you know. Um, so I would say uh, going back to the question to those people who may not have the confidence, even if you don't identify with my identity in particular or my experiences, like think about the things that hurt you or the things that you're worried about that are causing that lack of confidence and try to let it fuel you. That sounds so like self-helpy, but like that's the only way I could do it. You take all those things, those things that you're angry about, don't be ashamed of them. Don't worry about them. Use it. Just use it in a productive way. So if I could if I could summarize it in a few sentences, I would say use use a tool that is at your disposal for free, so like the internet, and find find the Find the path that other people have done. Actually, no, this is what this is like this is a really good way to do whatever you want to do, like just generally, because I was just thinking about what I did, but just generally, like if you want to make a big jump, like think about the people at, at the top of that jump, or the people that you can relate to at the top of that jump for whatever reason, and study their path. Study what they actually did in those steps and like look at it like side by side by side and see what where the common things are and like you might have to get a little analytical about it because like maybe 
like they did similar things or completely different paths. But you just kind of have to think of like the general theme about what they did. So was it like they went and got the the knowledge they needed at some sort of institution or whatever or a, a free resource online or something like that? They got the education, they got the knowledge, they proved it somehow. So like I'll relate it back to myself. I got I got the education and the knowledge and the skills I needed. I got that skill. Then I had to prove it through doing the skill in the actual world with people who saw it and could say like, hey, she can do that skill. I put it somewhere so that it could be widely seen on a portfolio online on a website. And then I went and got the job, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so like, you just have to like, kind of see those steps you need to take and then take them. And like, at the end of the day, like, this these are kind of things that most people know you know what i mean like you have to, that like that's what you have to do and like the internet is such a good resource because it tells you like we have so many like listicles nowadays like seven steps on like how to do this you yeah. know what i mean and like they're extremely valuable because those things are true they're giving you free resources free information for free yeah for free like like it's it's amazing how much we can just like know now yeah. um so like at the end of the day if you're not doing it it's it's like it's emotional you know what i mean yeah but i guess what i'm saying is that like i think everything's emotional yeah and like i, and I say it's a joking thing if, if humans made sense the twinkie wouldn't exist <laughs> there's no there's no good reason for it like and you know make a list of the, the the things you look for in a romantic partner i guarantee you nine out of ten people i can't guarantee but like it is my belief that nine out of ten people that list will not They're match like 10% up 10 percent of what they yeah do. yeah <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not it doesn't mean that like they're dummies it's yeah. just that like we go for things that like it's not and, and we go for things that are emotional. Like I know in two cases. So I I made myself up the ranks. I, I worked myself up the ranks uh, at the at NBC late night, uh, very specifically because I was a hard worker. I knew what I was doing, and I um, you know what time we got? Uh, it's twelve fifty four. Okay, we we we'll, 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 we'll fix it up. We'll uh, wrap it up. Um, so the point is that I know that I got where I got through hard work. Uh, however, at the same time, there was like a combination of hard work and they needed me at the time they, that I was there and at the right price. And then there was a time when they're like, no, like when I hit this, not a ceiling, it's wrong, it's too aggressive a phrase, but they just decided that I wasn't like producer material. Like that one of the producers was like, well, I want somebody who is like, you know, they're like flasher, right? Like, it's like so that's a taste. Like I wasn't like, I wasn't uh, marginalized, it's just that it was like a, it was a taste. And so the, the, the reason why I mention all that is to say that I think that a lot of this, when it comes to getting a job, is very, like, people say, they don't say it exactly, but they say to themselves, like, who do I want to spend 12 hours a day with? 12 hours a day with. Because all things being equal, like, probably people have the same skills that you have yep. and may even have more experience than you have. Yep. And I believe, personally, that the reason why they hire you is that you are a person who has the right skills at the right time who also is a great person and anybody can see it, mm -hmm. right? That I'm a little biased because I happen to, you know, <laughs> admire you as a person. Aww. But the point is that I think that's, that's, that's verifiable. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it's, if you list like, again, the 10 things that are like good qualities of a person, like you're at least seven. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But the point is that like, I guess that's the thing that I'm trying to say is like, how much is it removing kind of the, kind of the, what we know exists, which is the hierarchical and, societal um, stereotyping, uh, how much of it is kind of just sheer old American clickishness? And like, mm. and like how do you, how, is that a thing that you found or is that, and if so, Ooh. I've just seen it in my own life 
where people glom together for reasons other than the quality of a person's work and not as drastic as um, racism, sexism, yeah, yeah. And homophobia. Mm. And I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I'm just wondering, because I've seen a pretty eclectic group of people who will also <laughs> shun other people who like seem really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, I, and I know it's like a very simple way to put it, but long story short is for people who, again, want to get into tech who aren't, who don't look, they don't fit the, the, the stereotypes of what we think, you know, tech people look like, mm. even if it's not like on a basic, like, you know, again, broad scope level, like how, how much is that? Is it a problem or is it? It's a huge problem. Um, I think that like the things that we've mentioned, like the isms and the phobias uh, kind of wrap into those culture fit things. Like it's just, it's really what it is, is implicit bias and like, our human fears of like anything that's different. And so like, if somebody, if and it's actually, this is something that like kind of upsets me because like it, at the end of the day, like your possibility for getting this job or whatever, or, or it comes down to like two people. That's what I'm saying. Just the higher. By the way, that's my podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Legitimately, that's, Literally, what, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It comes down to the opinion of like one guy was doing the hiring. One guy. And he is not even somebody who's like, who's representative of everybody in the company, but it was just his opinion. And he has a very specific opinion. And now he's like, he, he like added more people who are just like him. You know what I yeah. mean? Only him to, to like, to the roster. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, it's just your opinion. You didn't even ask anybody like, like how it would work with everybody else. I'm like, that's just, you're not thinking about anybody. You're not thinking about the larger good. Yeah. And you're not thinking about like the good of the company because like this person could have like total skills, be totally qualified, but like you just like what kind of weird vibe yeah. or something. And like it's, it's, yeah. It's very odd. It's well, it, I, to me, the reason why I asked that question and it took me forever to ask it is like, it's to me, that's the, that's the problem with the modern era. Yeah. Like a hundred percent is that we don't get that we're all on a sinking ship and that if you're sitting in the corner, you know, thinking that, you know, that you're going to be fine while everyone else is like bailing the water out, like we're all going to be in trouble. Like right. we all have to bail the same water. We're in this together. What happens to me affects you. It's just that simple. Yeah. Right. So similarly, I think that the problem with the modern era is that we surround ourselves with people who are like us and there's no impulse there's no force kind of pushing us to meet the people who aren't like us. Right. And as things get further and further apart, I feel less and less like I want to, frankly, right. yeah. you know, and, and, and as someone who is like trying to survive, like it makes sense. You would be able to collect to people who are, or, you know, come together with people who are similar to you. So you have protection. And so you feel comfortable mm -hmm. and then you feel people understand you. But like, to your point, the, like the problem with the modern era is that like, we forgot that more than one idea is good. Right. There's verifiable evidence to support that diversity is good, right? right? Like diversity of thought, diversity of humans, diversity of ideas, diversity of uh, perspectives. But like, again, to your point, hiring is like you, if you are hiring somebody based on taste, then you're probably not going to have the most diverse workforce. And the thing about diversity that I think is like the easiest way to, to, to fight for it is not to talk about how you have to have diversity for the sake of diversity or because there's it's like it's um, it helps others. Like I think that's it's true. But it's I think literally good for business. It's literally it's it's a hundred percent good for business. Yeah. It's a hundred percent good for the universe. Yeah. Like I don't mean that in like an abstract way. I mean literally, your life will be better if you have more than one idea. If you're strong enough to 
have somebody look you in the eye and tell you that you're wrong and you being like, well, whatever, I'm cool with my, I know what I know, but I'm glad that you have that perspective. I'm going to consider it and, you know, move on from there. But instead, like you surround yourself with people who are exactly like you, surround yourself with people who feel comfortable to you and to whatever level that is. And I just, I don't know the answer and I'm not saying that, that anybody has more or less responsibility. I just know that it's bad for business. It's better to have more than all your friends who look exactly and sound exactly the same at the table. But I think that it's just so hard to, again, it's the Twinkie. Like Mm -hmm. it's hard to argue a point that people are making decisions on like, I feel like a Twinkie today. Like it's like, well, no, like do the math on this. Like you will make more money. You will have a happier workforce. You will, you will, uh, the the country will thrive, which means that you have better customers Mm -hmm. who can pay for your products. But so let's bring it back to this. Like, so, so you made a list of all the things that you said that you wanted and that you liked. Yeah. Tell me about how that list is plays out in your current job and that you are doing the things that you want to do and that you find valuable uh, time to spend. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the more softer things was that flexibility. Um, uh, the, I mean, the pay is nice as well. Um, Talk about the things, those are all yeah. practical things. So was your list things, because this is the thing, is the first thing that you said about all the things you like about what you like wasn't, you know, money, stability, yeah. uh, flexibility. It wasn't those things. Yeah. It was appreciation, creation, yeah, doing yeah. things for others. So I'm wondering what specifically do you do that, that fills those I think like, categories? I think no matter, it's hard to like say that this is, I, I could only get this at this current role, you know what I mean? Because like no matter what, being a product designer will give me those those things. Oh, just for a second, forgot the job. It's yeah. like, I mean, like, I mean, it's like in your day to day life, you wake up and whether you're getting paid X or Y or whether you're flexible, flexibility or whatever, day to day, the things that you were spending your time on, how do they fulfill you? And what is it that you like most about them? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I like that I'm currently on a team of two. Uh, the design team is small and I like that because it number one gives me a chance to learn from my boss who is incredibly incredibly experienced and uh, has seen and done a lot of different things and can do a lot of different things he's like a they, they call it a unicorn in design like he can literally do anything like he can code he can design he can do business he can do marketing like so I can he can he can, he can he, fly can he pop on a lock uh, I haven't figured that one out yet but you should find out yeah I'm gonna um uh, but he's he's great, and so I get to learn from him like very directly because he's the only person I work with, you know. And on another hand, is that I can like really contribute because um, because I there's only two people. So like in other jobs, like when there's when you're you know more junior at, on a big team, you don't really do much, you know. Like you're learning a lot, kind of maybe it depends, but uh, you, you don't you don't feel like you're you're contributing. A big chunk and that was like that was that was something that was important to me I wanted to feel like my work was valuable like actually valuable and needed um, and so uh, I get that because um, because of the way that you know we're structured um, and also it's cool to like I, I like I like working with things that have to do with finance and government and like this is kind of marrying the two um, I don't know I like like I would love to work in the public sector like secretly but it's other practical things make stop me from that um 
but like working on a product that helps governments is cool you know like that's cool it's fulfilling it's helping um it's helping them raise money so that they can like fix our roads and stuff you know so um i think it matters so yeah i guess before we go i just want to say thanks to our our, our uh my guest i should say uh cass who i haven't seen in a long long time and i'm glad to see that she's doing so well hopefully if it is again you'll will we'll, uh, you'll be on here again in a year to see how, yeah. see how you're doing Hell yeah, and you're going to be on the um the, the panel event next, uh, in two weeks, two months in June. Oh my God, that's coming up, huh? Right, three months, three months, I guess. Yeah. I don't remember. I just doing so many events, I can't remember. But the point is, like, I'm excited about that. Cause it's yeah, like, I, I like the reunion aspect. It was yeah, your idea, yeah. by the way. It was? Yeah, well, you didn't give it to me. You didn't say it exactly, but I guess, <laughs> but you, you, you inspired me. Because oh, okay. you're like, oh, like, I want, does everyone stay in touch? I'm like, they're not going to stay in touch. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, like, you need, like, an impulse to stay in touch with somebody. Right. Um, but... It, I was like, yeah, like it would be curious to see, like how these people progress, and that's really what staying in touch is. Like, yeah. it's a, every week or every month or every year, it's just seeing, you know, the perspective change, and it's all people who I like. So yeah. I don't really, you know, and this is the thing about this is the lesson I'll say to everybody: is like everybody knows something about something, and everyone's experiences are valuable. It's just the world tells you that you're not. Right. No matter what your, you know, your mo is, everybody has something of value, and so for me, it's like I'm gonna put people who I think are uh, good people. Like I said, like I guess I'm doing the same thing. That's actually the one thing I will say is that I challenged myself this year to meet new people who I wouldn't normally, or I didn't have any easy way in to meet. Mm. And it was great. Like a half of them are now like my like best buzz. I've yeah. known for like nine months, right? Yeah. And so that's the thing that I was really happy with. It's like, I was like, yeah, like I was really happy to see all the people who were at the panel um, and I want to see them again this year. But again, it made me realize A, that I wanted to do reunion then it also made me realize that i wanted to challenge myself to not just preach about building community right yeah, that's a good goal now try so and once again thank you for being here i appreciate thank your you. time and energy and uh, until next time and to our one listener doug thanks for listening okay that's what i'm saying